Hi, I'm Jessica Rudnicki with Reynolds & Reynolds. Welcome back to Connected. Today, we're going to be talking about forecasting your sales to set your New Year's goal for a successful year. We have Skip Scott, Reynolds Business Consultant, here to discuss. Let's get connected. It's great to have you on the podcast today. Thanks so much for joining us. Glad to be here, Jess. We are definitely glad to have you because the new year is coming up and we're all looking forward to a fresh start. I don't know about you, but 2020 has been a year for the books. Um, most dealerships are going to be looking to increase their sales going into 2021. So Skip, can you tell us how dealers can make sure that they start their year right? Well, you know, 2020 was a real roller coaster. Going into the year, dealers uh, had high hopes for a great year. And then by the second quarter, most of those hopes had, you know, completely vanished. And then miraculously, like all of a sudden, you know, uh, demand shot way up and it was very difficult for the dealerships to maintain staffing and maintain inventory and to take care of customers. And, and quite frankly, in ways that they had never really considered that they'd have to take customer, take care of customers before in their history. Um, this year's no different. You know, everybody's going to want to have uh, an increase in sales, but they need to have a plan to do so. Um, and a lot of times, unfortunately, we see dealerships that just don't have a plan to get to the numbers they, they want to increase. Um, so through hopefully if we can help them set up robust forecasting and robust sales goals, uh, it will help them hit their goals throughout the year and have a better year this year. Sure. Well, we all hope that that is the case. Um, but can you explain forecasting to me as if I had no idea what it was? Sure. Um, forecasting is basically a roadmap that will help a dealership obtain uh, their goals. Uh, just like anything else in life, you need to have a blueprint in action to, to build a, a building or you need to have a plan uh, you know, to get to where you wanna go. And for dealerships, you know, establishing forecasting for their departments and setting up sales goals and performance goals for their staff is that roadmap that helps them get um, where they need to be. Now, you know, the most common approach is to take, you know, what you've done in the history, like last year, and then predict a, uh, a percentage growth, you know, that you wish to obtain going into the coming year. Um, and dealerships are usually pretty good about um, setting up, you know, sales goals, like, uh, you know, they want to increase their sales by a few percentage. Uh, they want to increase their gross, you know, uh, as well. Um, but I think they need to take a much like deeper dive into that and think of all the steps that are in the uh, transaction, um, F&I gross and uh, reserve and products sold and uh, all the, you know, take a look at all the little um, steps that are creating a sale and um, forecast those things as well uh, to really achieve the best results. Yes, absolutely. So you mentioned uh, taking a look at reserve and products sold, obviously in the finance office. Um, definitely, you know, accessories. We Our last podcast, we talked about accessories. That's another area to look at. Um, what about, so this is kind of top of mind for dealerships right now because of the pandemic, but what about um, considering turnover and hiring needs? So with that being top of mind, how, how should they be looking at that? Well, yeah, that's that's going to be a challenge coming into this year, particularly if we lost some staff members. You know, maybe you had 20 people when you started uh, 2020, um, but, you know, throughout the year, we lost some sales staff, and it's probably been hard to, to replace those folks. 
um, are the current, if you're wanting to increase sales, are those current people that you have remaining going to be able to pick up the slack of those folks that, you know, are now missing? Or do we have to have, you know, additional sales staff in our equation as well to get to our goal? It, it may not be realistic if, we, if we're down to 15 folks and we want to have a 7 or 10% increase in sales. It may not be realistic if those people have, that remain on your staff have never hit, say, 18 or 20 cars in their history. So we, we need to have a plan uh, for that. Um, the, also, um, one thing that I see dealerships do a lot is they do a really, really good job of forecasting what they want to sell, um, and what they want to make, but they forget about the expense side of things. Um, so I've always tried to preach to dealerships that, you know, not only can we be more effective by, you know, and make more money by selling more cars and making more gross, but we also need to be cognizant of the expense side and figure out what areas can we increase profitability by decreasing our expenses. Um, I ask dealerships to look at uh, transact, you know, the, the car deal, not just as a car deal, but all of the little transactions inside the car deal, like you had mentioned, the accessory sales and the F&I reserve and uh, all the different products that we sell. If we can be a little bit more effective in all of those individual products that are being sold and cut our cost at the same time, lost keys come to mind, you know, uh, how many dollars are spent over the course of the year at a dealership having lost your keys uh, and buying replacement keys for customers. But if we can control the expenses and increase sales, increase gross, uh, it's a lot of little steps that can make us successful instead of maybe forecasting, hey, we wanna sell 100 more cars each month this year, and those are numbers that we've never obtained in our history. You know, let's, let's set a series of, uh, you know, a smaller, uh, better uh, performance per transaction versus one huge transaction that may set us up for failure. Definitely. Um, I like that you mentioned the keys, for example, because once you take a deeper dive into all of these areas, like you mentioned, you start identifying profit opportunities um, where you can you know, take a, a closer look and maybe you're, you're, you're losing keys and that's an area where you can see more profit with a solution for. Now, what can you tell me? You meant so you mentioned a finance department, um, sales. What about the CRM? How can you identify areas of opportunity there? That's that's a great question, and I'm glad you asked that. You know, most CRMs have the ability to report on your sales performance, um, so that can help you track. Are you on? You know, once you've established a goal, um, it can help you track to make sure you're on your goal. You know, on pace to hit your goals. But there, I believe that Focus uh, from Reynolds is the only one that allows you to set the goals within the CRM and track them simultaneously. So you can put goals in uh, the CRM, like how many prospects do they need to have? How many demo drives do they need to take? How many write-ups do they need to do? You can really get it in, you know, get down into the, the uh, minute details of performance for the sales staff. You can establish the goals so they can be tracking their goals uh, throughout the month or, you know, they know if they're on pace and you know as a manager if they're on pace um, and, uh, you know, report on it, track it, you know, establish it all within the CRM. I think that is unique uh, to, to focus. Um, I do know that virtually all the CRMs do have the ability to, uh, to report on what people are doing. Um, so it gets a little bit trickier. Um, when you're wanting to, um, you know, establish and 
put the goals in uh, in the tool at the same time. And then if you take it a little bit further, um, if you want to track those things like reserve and how much money you make on gap products and warranty products and protection products and so forth, you really kind of need to look um, possibly at some other tools that are out there on the market that are allow you to track all things plus expenses because your CRM is not going to allow you to, to track your expenses um, and set goals for your expenses. I think the most popular products, the easiest to use products and the and the most thorough products are um, either reverse risk or excessa for dealerships uh, seem to be the ones that are doing uh, their forecasting with those tools really seem to be uh, making some great strides uh, at, you know, tracking and establishing their, their forecast and their goals throughout the year. Sure. Well, like you mentioned, um, being able to, to set goals and track certainly makes it easier to um, forecast and make sure that you're hitting your numbers and hitting the goals that you set for yourself. So this is making a lot more sense to me. Um, but when it comes to setting the sales goals for the year, which forecasting model do you think is best? Is there one that you prefer? Well, there's a, obviously there's a lot of different philosophies out there, not just that apply to car sales, but just sales in general. Uh, where you can do a, a product life cycle forecast, or you can do, um, you know, sales cycle forecast, or you know, person uh, personnel forecast. But what I seem to, what I always used at the dealership, and what I see almost every almost every dealership use is just a historical forecast. What, where were we, you know, uh, in our past performance? Where do we hope to go, you know, from here? And then basing your forecast on a maybe a percentage increase, uh, uh, you know, improvement across the board, you know, for both your sales and service departments. Absolutely. Those are some good points. Skip, it has been an absolute pleasure having you on the podcast today to talk about going into sales year 2021 and forecasting and making sure that we're all hitting our goals. Um, what else, any final thoughts on how dealers should be managing their sales goals so they're not just, you know, setting and setting it and forgetting it? Yeah, you, you've got to be relentless about tracking things really on a, throughout the day, not just on a daily basis, but throughout the day. You need to be aware of where you're at um, and your managers, um, you know, need to be in tune and prioritize, you know, the performance above all else. You know, um, I know it's very easy to get sidetracked with all the disruptions in a dealership, um, but really you're, you're a sales manager and you're there to manage what the performance is going to be. I, I like to use the analogy of professional sports. These days, it is absolutely uh, amazing all the different metrics that are being tracked. Um, I'm a big uh, uh, baseball fan, so I, I'm, I'm always amazed at, you know, the pitchers know exactly how to throw a ball to a, to a batter uh, the, to increase their odds of, you know, striking them out. And the batters know what to expect from the pitcher because of what his, that pitcher's strengths are. And the managers are watching both players and coaching the players as to, you know, what, what adjustments they need to make. Even down to the point where the, uh, the, the manager may shift the field, the players around in the field, uh, based on where this guy normally hits the ball so that they can prevent a you know, hit or a run. Um, I kind of think our, our managers need to be the same way. They need to know what our salespeople's strengths are. They need to be monitoring and helping them and coaching them and saying, hey, you're not on pace. Um, and, and, and just keeping on track of it on a, on a daily, on a weekly, and on a monthly basis throughout the year, and, and just constantly knowing, you know, what needs their attention. Um, put the other things aside, you know, and, and you know, stay focused and, and reach your goal, you know, have a road track. Definitely. 
Great advice. Um, we appreciate you being here today, Skip. And I just want to say as a Reynolds consultant, I know you are always available as is um, any account manager for Reynolds. So we definitely appreciate your time and thank you again for being here. Appreciate it. Appreciate the opportunity. Good talking with you. Skip gave some good information to help you get started on your forecasting and goal setting for the new year. Before we hop off, just a quick reminder, you can watch or listen to past and future podcast episodes on YouTube or Apple and Spotify podcasts by searching for The Connected Podcast. Subscribe on these channels to get notified every other Wednesday when new episodes are released. Thanks for joining us and happy holidays. We'll see you in two weeks.